Critics hail Sarah Polly's Women Talking as unlike any film you've seen before and one of the cinematic events of the year. And it is now nominated for six Critics' Choice Awards, including Best Picture, starring Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, Jesse Buckley, Ben Winshaw, and Frances McDormand. Women Talking has also been named one of the 2022 AFI Awards Movies of the Year, one of the top films of the year, and winner of Best Ensemble by the National Board of Review, and is nominated for three Independent Spirit Awards, including Best Feature, for your consideration in all categories, including Best Picture. Welcome to the Ankler Podcast. This is Sean McNulty from the Wake Up Newsletter here at the Ankler. Here with me today is uh, Mr. Richard Rushfield doing a two-hander uh, fresh off of his turn on the Golden Globes red carpet. Richard, what did you wear in suspense? You never, <laughs> you never wrote what your outfit I was. was. Uh, uh, up until the night before, I had a very creative... Uh, I had my take on a tuxedo. Uh, oh, no. It was it, your take. It, 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 it wasn't what would traditionally be called a tuxedo, but there there was a black tie in it. Okay. And uh there was a white shirt. So okay. it, 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 it it was there were elements of it that 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 were it, it, you know, you could you you could say is it was it was uh, inspired by a tuxedo. It evoked <laughs> It evoked okay. the sensibility of a tuxedo. Uh, members of my family uh, thought this was appalling and uh, were certain that I would be not just thrown out, but probably uh, probably thrown into the dungeons of uh, Beverly Hills if I tried to show up on this at this. So at the last at the last minute, the night before I got cold feet and rented a very cheap tuxedo. So ah, okay. <laughs> Lo and behold, yeah. I, well, uh, so I was there in shawl collar and uh, and clip on and everything else. You, you can save it my for shame. the uh, the Independent Spirit Awards. Maybe it's more suited for that, Richard. So uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. It'll it'll get out. it'll see the light of day at some point. I'm sure. Uh, some someday the world will know my my version yeah. of a tuxedo, and you'll all be wearing them in three years. <laughs> you pivot into fashion there, Richard. You're a new, new new career for you. Uh, did you get your autograph book filled up uh, on Tuesday night? Did you you know? <laughs> I, some fun I people. Uh, my version of autograph book book is uh, sort of the collections of dirty looks from celebrities as they're trying to get past, and I'm blocking a stairwell or something. I have a great I have a great. Uh, souvenir book of memories of those from my Golden Globes years, and I added some uh, some more wonderful ones to those uh, this night. Cherished memories, to be sure. Uh, <laughs> we will get into the awards business in just a, a little bit, but I want to uh, news of the day. Certainly, Disney uh, is back. They're now making news. Twenty twenty three here. With the board, uh, we have a new, a new activist investor, uh, our, my favorite term, uh, Dan Loeb, of course, last last summer was in talking about ESPN. That came and went pretty quick. This is Nelson Peltz uh, putting about 900, 800 to $900 million into Disney, looking to get a seat on the board. The board essentially saying, uh, thanks, but no thanks. You can, be, you can be, quote, I love this one, Richard, a board observer, which uh, I think is pretty much what we are. <laughs> But what if you're one seat on the board? What is really the difference between being a board observer and a member of the board? Anyway, I mean, it's not like you can. It's, it's one, one person board. can make the board do anything. We, it, you, you know, hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars just to just to lose votes by twelve to one. It's it, it, right, exactly. It's exactly right. So, uh, you know, bringing up things like you know they overpaid for Fox, a deal that was done three years ago, uh, which is uh, you know 
patently or objectively true, but I don't know. Does he want Rupert to give some money back? I don't know what you know <laughs> what yeah. that's about. Just open every meeting with who wants to who wants to spend today reliving uh, ancient yeah. history here. Like, yeah, what do we? Yeah, exactly. We'll go back to the the Eisner deal of 1995, uh, and then you know, then then we went on uh, CNBC today, kind of kind of saying, you know, I get the I get that studio movies are tough and it's cyclical, but the streaming business is relatively not difficult, or something along those lines. And I'm like, nothing says like I have a grasp of the streaming business by saying what's so hard about it. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but and, uh, I mean, what Disney periodically goes from like the 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 model of a of a of a well-run uh of a well-organized company that doesn't leak to just the the biggest soap opera basket case uh in yeah. in all of entertainment and it 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 seems to lurch between you know of course at the end of the Eisner era it was all house intrigue right. and 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 dynasty and succession and all that and uh and 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 Bob Iger swore he would never go back to anything like that having having learned from it and and here he is again it just doesn't stop it's uh with with his succession with the board changes it's uh the the no drama company is is just a constant soap opera they can't yeah you're right eisner was yeah i mean and then you know so i guess you know mike obitz is the you know the the Bob Chapek uh, error didn't work out. It says, oh, it didn't work out and things had to move on. It's funny how history does repeat itself in uh, in succession, as we shall say, in the, shall say in the corporate suite. Um, you know, again, Iger, I think is bigger, you know, and he's, of course, uh, Nelson brought up, of course, we need a succession plan, which is like, yes, we all know that already. Thank you so much for bringing that to our attention. And they created a uh, succession committee on the board, so they are they're on it, Richard. So be rest blue assured. ribbon panel, probably. blue ribbon panel at the the Disney board there. So study uh, succession issues. Yes, and we also learned that fifteen years is the uh, Logan's Run red light uh, of existence on the board. So <laughs> Susan <laughs> Susan Arnold will be stepping down in March uh, in the annual meeting uh, as the chair uh, chairman of the board and. Uh, Mark Parker, who's a Nike executive, uh, will be taking uh, or is expected to take the the leadership of the board. He was, of course, one of two of the dissenting voices in the room about renewing Chapek back last summer, reportedly uh, from the journal. So uh, he has that cred coming in and was actually one of the names that was out there in terms of, you know, until Iger came back. Thinking, well, if we get rid of Chapek, why don't we let Parker run the company in the interim? So he was that guy as well. So. So you know, you, you know, you know, it would be crazy if they announced. Oh, that, please! The the, the 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 thing that you never hear from a board of uh, uh, of a of a major studio um, that we're gonna we're gonna start uh, exercising some oversight here. That <laughs> right. I, I, when ha- other than changing the CEO, when has any board of any Hollywood company ever ha- ever stepped in and even had an opinion on on anything that that mattered? Like on, 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 you know, what date should be the company picnic even like (laughs) exactly much less, uh, you know, executive pay or things along those lines, which representation, the relationship, you know, any, 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 any hot button issue or any, uh, matter, you know, I, I, I'm sure they express that they would like the stock price to be higher. Exactly. I'm I'm sure they're, they're, they, they make their feelings known about that. Right. But, uh, But beyond that, do do any of these boards have any other than make the stock price go up? Do any of these boards stand for anything or do anything? 
I mean, if that were, if the guidance was so great, every company would be doing awesome. I, I know, I don't know that uh, they know anything else or Nelson Peltz or otherwise that anybody else doesn't know about the the challenges to the business and uh, outside of, you know, what was pretty radical in, in the removal of, of Chapek. I mean, that was the board essentially stepping in and, to, and taking control, which was very rare and why it was all the more shocking, yeah. I think, to everybody, because the boards really don't do that. As you, to your point, what do they, they really don't, are not doing that kind of thing. So that but made yeah. it. That, more that, but but also that 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 remains the official story that the board well, true. stepped, yes, stepped in mean, and did that and there was certainly no guiding hand behind the board uh, pushing uh, them in the direction that they they went they certainly uh, just had that inspiration on a Friday and came up with it all by themselves. Yeah. And of course, the question being when Bob's uh, Bob Iger's ter- term is up in two years, will he join the board and still have a role at Disney? But we'll, we'll save that one for for another podcast. Yeah. Uh, over across the valley there at Warner Brothers, uh, get ready to pay more for HBO Max. If you are a $15 a month ad-free subscriber, your price is going up to $16 uh, as of your February billing cycle. And this is what, you know, which again, another price raise, Richard, you know, Apple's done it, Hulu's done it, Disney, you know, everybody's kind of, we have to make more money, you know, and how do you do that? You you charge more for your product. It's not real rocket science, but, you know, the new combination of the services, which presumably called Max or HBO, Disco Max Plus, whatever it is, that's coming in like three to four months, which will again have a new price on it. Like raising this one dollar right now, I'm like, why is this? this I don't know, it just really caught me as a curious. Are you? Is this? A, do you need that money that quickly? I, I don't know. It was a very odd thing to me, Richard. I mean, the, I, I think the the motto of the uh, Zaslav era could be, "Do we need that money that quickly?" Yes, yes, we yeah. do. Yes, we do. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, you, there, you, you, you say, "Who cares about the panties under the couch uh, behind the cushions on the couch?" Well. We, I, I, we do. Yeah. Yeah, if if um, the, the last half year has proven anything, I, I suppose you're 100% right there, Richard. And it, yeah, I mean, it, it, they're, 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 they're very concerned. Like, if, if they can get another, another $4 million out of this or whatever it adds up to, then, then, then great. They want it. Uh, and, and that, that, that has kind of been the direction so far. And it, it's all in the service to, you know, they came in with this gigantic, uh, debt overhang, which right, which right. all the commentators said it's it's impossible. They they won't be able to do anything. They're not going to be able to. They're going to have to shut down the uh, garage and and rent it out for uh, uh, for for catering or something. But uh, yeah, but they they insisted that that we ha- we have the debt under control. We're going to bring it down to a, a manageable place, and then once that's lowered, we'll be able to make a lot of big big choices there and right i they if you look at their stock in the last few months uh wall street uh seems to be but seems to be buying that well they weren't now they were that's the other curious thing that came out this week i mean the stock had, you know was down below ten dollars it was you know like as of like late december like it was not doing that's a pretty much an you know quote-unquote all-time low it was down to like maybe something like 950 which is you know uh, it was 18 or near $20 at the time, you know, uh, back in, in the spring. But Bank of America and I believe it was Goldman both raised their ratings on the stock. And that's it's actually gone on a quite a bit of run. It's back up to $12, over $12 now. Um, I'm not sure exactly what they're seeing. I think the only thing I kind of, my, my only thing I could really think of is that they just think the pain is more or less over 
and the upside, which again, to your point, this is going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight, but it, things do move. It's not like not, not the same place they were as they were in June, you know, and they won't be in the same place this June that they're in, in right now. So my only, uh, you know, thought was just like, I guess in, in terms of a long term, longer term play for the stock, not a two month play or whatever it might be. They think this is kind of the the low, you know, of how low this is going to go. And that the upside, once they do combine the services and raise the price and get more money in the door, there's more upside here to be had. But that was my, you know, uh, only real I mean, they, take on that. They, they got a few things, like beyond all the, the, the chaos and, and and this show has disappeared from right, my service right. and what happened to Batgirl and, and, and all this. They, they have a few things that are still pretty, pretty solid things to have in uh, the entertainment industry. They have... HBO, which is one of like three golden brands in in all of uh, entertainment, Um, you know, along with I'd say I'd say Disney and, uh, you know, maybe Netflix even stands for something in in its way. (laughs) It's right. You know, it's kind of like Xerox. It means like like streaming to people. True. Um, The. um, So they have that discovery. such as it is, ha- has this vast catalog of of just junk food that people that that has says what's the number of seven million subscribers that uh i mean yeah it, well the, it's all combined now but yeah it's uh yeah a lot it does you know it does well the, the, the it's still in the cable world does extremely well you know and globally is a brand that is, it has a global presence as well so yeah it's and, uh, and they also have a few thing big things they can sell and yeah. and I, I I wonder if the I and I wonder if uh, the 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 banks that are coming back to them are are, are looking mm. to that or looking to well how much how much might they get off CNN or or TBS right now right right yeah could be it's uh the def- it's just interesting for a stock that really was looked <laughs> was not the darling at all of Wall Street this <laughs> year twenty twenty two to now all of a sudden. You know, get these seemingly unprovoked, you know, there was no new news prompting this, you know, these notes. They were just looking at it and saying, well, I think, you know, again, to your point, the triage of all the write-offs and they've said in uh, either early January that, you know, the write-offs, this is it. They've not, they've kind of said, all right, we've hit the the numbers you have are the numbers we've gone through all the, what did Zazov call it? The skeletons in the closet or whatever it was. They've unearthed all the all the bad yeah, stuff that was hidden. And this is what we've come up with. And it's not going to get any worse than this. And, and we're about to turn it on. Turn, you know, turn and it throughout on. this, they, they haven't backed away from their, their pledge that they're going to make 12 to 16 movies a year and give them major theatrical yeah. releases. They, they yeah. have, they, they're still sticking with that. And, and, and that's coming. I mean, we'll, 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 we'll see what they are, but they didn't bring in James Gunn to DC <laughs> right. just to take meetings with, I, I imagine. Exactly. And uh, you know, you gotta you gotta hear what they're saying no to first before you hear what they say yes to, but we'll hear and then we we will render judgment. Exactly. The next round coming uh probably in about three weeks with their earnings call. So we'll see uh we'll see how that goes. But that's the next window we'll get into the the uh empire of the uh Warner Brothers discovery there with uh David Zaslav. Uh and certainly uh not lacking at the globes, uh White Lotus killing it. Uh, we'll transition to our Globes conversation, but you know, uh, to your point, HBO still the you know the Tiffany brand of of entertainment, and you know the, the awards matter what they matter these days, but they cleaned up. You know, I mean, it kind of it kind of shows you how strong that that 
that not just the brand, but the culture at HBO yep. is that yep. like for all the um turmoil and all the chaos they went through with AT&T and all the owners and everything, it's still it, it's, it's kind of unscratched as as that Tiffany brand. Yeah. And I love <laughs> one of Mike White's speeches, uh, you know, <laughs> came on the came on the stage. It was like everybody in this room passed on this show. Like, yep, <laughs> there's something to be said for knowing an idea and buying it and that wasn't HBO in a bidding war. You know, I love that he kind of pointed out like, you know, by the way, these are the guys that saw this and believed in it, that on this show that every, you know, the industry loves. Yeah. Uh, and they, and, 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 and also they had a relationship with, with Mike. Yeah, they did. Sure. They did. Right. That show. They, they, they saw something in him uh, way back when. Exactly. Exactly. A lot goes toward that. Um, so in terms of, you know, the Globes, obviously, you know, so congratulations to you, Richard. Uh, you had the correct prediction yeah. of the audience. Uh, I won. This... I'm, I'm the winner of the Golden Globes. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. Mr. Mr. Golden Globes here uh, with got the number within 100,000 viewers. Uh, we had yeah. 6.3 million as was the total that came in uh, the day after there in NBC, uh, which Richard has a tweet to prove it. If you want to check his timeline, right. he's not he's not just kidding. He has the. The stamp of uh, the this Twitter. Is, this too. is the only time I've ever been right in one of these predictions. So I'm going <laughs> to remind everyone of it for the next uh, 50 years. He's going to milk it. Yeah. <laughs> I got this right. And and really, if you counted the families of all the producers of all those movies, I think you'd get another mm. uh, 100,000 there, there. So it's... Uh, well, we definitely give it to you, Richard. You, you, get, you get the prize. Uh, but as you uh, pointed out to me earlier today... That's, you know, the Emmys got less than that. That was the Emmys was a 5.9 million back in September on a Monday night. I think it was what, uh, what it was. Yeah. That, and, you know, and, and, and the world right now is all about TV and TV is the, the center of the world. <laughs> and, uh, and the, if, if, if the globes is a uh, total disaster, what does that make the Emmys? Exactly. Right. Ex- you know, so you've had two shows in a row now um, that, this is, you know, it's look, six million is fine, but it's, you know, this is not the industry and the or the cottage industry that it, that it once was. It's like it's not come back. No, you know, it's not just everybody, you know, certainly you thought pandemic and they're just going to change viewing and change and whatever. But this is stuck. This isn't there's no more question is like, oh, this is another off year. I'm like, no, this is it. There's no longer, you know, there's no longer any thing in the air about, well, you know, the Globes obviously went away for a year and who knew what that was going to be, you know, but there's no question now, this is what America cares about these shows. I, I, in my mind, is that, do you, is there any other takeaway that you get from this, Richard? I mean, you look at all the awards shows and they haven't, they haven't added audience. They haven't added new viewers in, in 15 years. So it's a legacy audience. Um, in which we 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 lose a, we lose a certain percent of them to the great beyond every year um and and um and you they're they're watching it out of habit and for two years on the globes you that that habit was broken so um what is it they 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 say to 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 make to create a habit you have to do the same thing every day for two weeks but if you don't do it for three days the habit is habit is broken so yeah, um, yeah, you, you lose tradition a lot earlier, a lot, a lot easier than, than you create it. Certainly, um, you know, and I think you can remember this. I remember you, you mentioned in your column, you know, one year you went to what seventeen award shows, many of which were probably on television, yeah. right, Richard? I mean, uh, in one form or another. I mean, it, yeah, and it, it, 
it felt like it was uh, there was much talk about the reduced hoopla uh, around the globes. There weren't as there there weren't because of nervousness about uh, right. were they going to be allowed back. It would there there weren't there weren't three weeks of nonstop lead up <laughs> parties and gift bags being given out in every corner and uh, that, dinners and yeah yeah. I, does anyone need any of that back? I mean, I you know I'm sure that there's there's plenty of publicists in Hollywood who had a little less work in the last two weeks because there are a few less parties that they had to escort their clients to. But I mean, what is anyone wanting for that? A friend pointed out like a big part of that, the, the, the story of that was largely a fashion story and social media, social, social media has, has taken that over. It's not like that. that you, You can see the dresses, you can see the stars in the dresses, all kinds of other times, other places, instead of having not having to wait for them to go into the uh, to the in style party uh, three nights before the Globes. Exactly. Um, it, it it kind of feels like we've right sized this. It kind of feels like yep six point <laughs> six point three million people. That's that's about the number of people that you would expect to be interested in this kind of thing. Exactly. And, you know, and there was the critics choice awards, the, you know, everything else, these shows is, you know, it was, it was, that was a boom industry. I feel like in the mid 2010s or around that time, early 2010s. And a lot of these shows, you know, they disappeared. They went from ABC to maybe the CW and then they disappeared, you know, like then they lost interest and they've, you know, all disappeared. And uh, case in point, again, the SAG awards, another show that it was on Turner, but was getting, 2 million. And then I think maybe it was close to 1 million viewers, you know, and TNT is just like, this isn't, this isn't worthwhile for us. And lo and behold, you know, yesterday Netflix comes in and says, all right, we'll put you on for on our free YouTube channel this year. And we'll put you on our service next year. No price was disclosed for that. Um, and then, the, and should be, yeah. should be noted that Netflix uh, coincidentally, I'm sure did, did, did very well in the, in the, in the SAG award nomination. Well, so. yeah, as you, as you yeah. said, uh, you know, even the globes, the best picture was a, a NBC universal. Yeah. <laughs> that, but, note that also, uh, yeah, at the, yeah. At the globes, uh, their, their, their contract with NBC comes up this yeah. year and they'll be doing it. And they, yeah. they, and, uh, guess who won the best picture award. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Fableman's was a wonderful movie. Ex- uh, no, I know it's, it's very, uh, but it's, very it's, glad uh, for its success, but you yeah. have to sign up and just sign off on the fact that yes, exactly. And as you pointed out, you know, the, the Hollywood, the the company that owns the majority of the Hollywood trades also produced that show. So there's, you know, there's a lot of that going on with, with the awards, uh, awards circuit, but I guess back to the globes, Richard. So it, do- it doesn't have a deal for next year. This was a one year, you know, deal at NBC, you know, uh, I, I put a poll in, in the wake up newsletter this week, you know, does this stay in NBC next year? Or does it go to streaming? You know, it was about split between what people thought NBC was leading a little more in terms of what their response was. It's, but, do you, you know, does the Globes go this SAG award route or is it going to be worthwhile to say, all right, six million is fine on a Tuesday. Here's, you know, five million, whatever it might. I don't know what NBC is going to pay for it. And then yeah. is it worth is that worthwhile for the producers of the show? I mean, if you were pitching a show uh, off the bat and 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 you said I I can do a do a live event for you that will get six million viewers, a, right. a broadcast network would 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 likely buy that if the price was right. It's just a matter, you know, the price tag right now I think was sixty million. So before COVID, yep, yep, that's not the correct price tag for a show <laughs> with, with sixty million viewers, but uh, with a with a aging, very aging audience, but. Uh, um, you know, there's somewhere there's a, a, a price. Is a, I, I mean, I guess with all these shows going to streaming, 
it's like the show will be much better for the people there. It will be they they won't have to worry about picking picking the crowd pleasers anymore. And it, it, it's they can they can they can they can do long tributes to obscure technical people, um, and 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 everybody can make their speech. Everyone can make a three hour speech if they right. want. There's and, no time constraints. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah, can keep it till dawn. Question is, um, is it a really is it a good thing for Hollywood to just say like, ah, great, we don't have to worry about the audience anymore. Let's let's <laughs> let's get out of the audience pleasing business and 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 just just put on just put on uh, entertainment for us. Let's just let's just try to entertain ourselves for a, a change. I mean, the you know the car industry does just fine without big promotional yep uh, awards shows every week. So you don't the industry doesn't necessarily need them, but. What do you say about an industry that that just throws away its promotional events? Right. I mean, but also, you know, the audience is throwing them away already. Uh, you know, it's like I don't think anybody's watching these shows being like, oh, I wish they, the reason why I'm not watching anymore is because I wish they were longer. You know, that's not the takeaway. Of, yeah. If you were to extend these things, it's like I don't know that a four hour show is going to be like, oh, it did much better on streaming because it was four hours. You know, it's just uh, it just doesn't. As, whether that's the fashion, Richard, which is really, yeah, has moved to social media, which was a big factor, uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, even. And then, you, you know, who wins and the, the bifurcation of the audience and things along those lines. And, you know, maybe you're, I, I, I have the sense when you said before about right sizing, Richard, it's like, yeah, I think this feels kind of about right for an industry award you know ceremony which is essentially what this is you know i if you went in and asked me you know ask what does a cinematographer do about any you know watering hole in the country they'd be like, oh, you know i don't know they know the actors but they don't know uh most of the people who were you know talked about in these things so yes it's a it matters to hollywood this, but this is as this is a a a 90 year old format of you know the, the right. said 80 years old like what yeah. other what other ninety-year-old, eighty-year-old for- formats are still? We, you know, we don't put vaudeville on on live TV uh, anymore. Right. It's 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 uh, any. I don't think there's any way you can do it that a show that's built around people making speeches mm. for three hours, like I, most I, of whom you most of whom you don't know. Yeah, um, right. about films that you you know throw in about films that you haven't seen, and then you're really it's a you know, yeah. I don't know, but. I, I still feel, you know, you'd have to start from scratch somewhere, but uh, which is impossible with the leadership of any of these things. But mm-hmm. you know, you you've got enough. Like, imagine if you if you had some distinguished award show that was a race between Top Gun, Black Panther, Avatar. The, the you know, there's a there's a bunch of Nope, uh, mm-hmm. The Woman King. There's right. a bunch of a bunch of movie Elvis bunch of movie yeah. everything everywhere all at once <laughs> you can like, keep going exactly yeah uh, imagine a race but imagine a race that was genuinely between those yeah uh between those things i i i, I can see that uh being of interest but even that that i mean to me it's a bit of what you're describing is like the mtv movie awards which also nobody really cares that's those are the movies that pretty much probably will be nominated you know they they combine tv and movies into one thing you know, that show is a, even the vmas are a, a shell of their former selves like any yeah. award you know any award show which those are shows that were built for fun they're not really built for i mean the award <laughs> do respect to mtv the prestigious award you know they were built to be entertaining shows and still people are like i just don't, they don't like the format they're not really crazy about 
this kind of experience. The Grammys is the only one that, in my mind, still is of interest because it's a fun show. It's a it's a concert. You're watching a concert with a few awards put in, which they finally have really grasped onto over the past maybe five or ten years. And you know that's airing on February fifth. We'll see if that comes back bigger. But that did last year come back to a degree. Well, it's the first rule of entertainment: uh, uh, show don't tell. And mm-hmm. the Grammys does that. They 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 say. We're about music. Let's let's hear some music. Let's let's listen to some music. See some bands. <laughs> exactly. Um, instead of let's make speeches about how much we enjoyed working with some bands. Right. With my um, twelve producers on the on the you know on the song you know uh, exactly. So you know and look the Oscars came back to I think it was about fourteen or fifteen million. That's really the last you know kind of uh, the, the Emmys are you know that is what it is it's six million globes is six million the oscars was the one that did come back after covid not to the degrees of 25 to 30 million or whatever it was doing before it was about half that do you think that the oscars this year with those movies we have where this isn't a year of i'll do you know again coda and you know kind of films that again weren't as widely seen do you what do you i mean i you know who knows this point but what is your feeling on the oscars at this point Uh I'm uh, so so seeing as I predict all award shows audience is exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, the guru now. Um, yes, I'll say thirteen point point six. Okay. So that one can still that. Maybe I'm, I'm going to get ahead. Going to get ahead and say you know down twenty per twenty twenty five percent from last year. Just be. I, right. I I I don't think the movies are going to bounce it back, but uh, the you know dragged down by the inertia of it by about twenty percent. So yeah, I mean, there's certainly the. I hate to say, you know, the Will Smith factor. People are going to tune in, you know, with that. But I don't know that anybody at this point really even, you know, <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, I mean, it's just tired of it. It's probably, you know, as as everybody else is. Um, that's the only the, real the, X factor of it. Of that, look, look what happened last I mean, year. You know, factor of it. But I don't know that the, that's. The, uh, they would. They. I mean, they could lean into it and make Chris Rock the host and uh, and and nominate. Uh, Nominate yeah. Best Actor again, and uh, right, right, yeah, because he won't be; he's not allowed back. And Emancipation has not really been winning many of the awards, so it may, he may, you know, be, that may be not even part of the, the all the all the talk around that for a year, and it's not even really a, no. not be a part of the conversation in the end there. But you know, bigger picture here at awards, Richard, which I want to get your take on because it kind of something that came to me today, and I, I reading your piece this week on the on the Globes. You know the thing, the 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 business advantage of these shows, outside of just the prestige of winning an Oscar or an Emmy, and you know so forth, the big, you know, the the two big ones, and you know, in 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 L.A. When you had, if you want Best Picture, it meant a boost, generally meant a boost in your box office, like it translated to business. You sold more DVDs if your film was still in theaters, which most of them still were at that point. You had a great, you know, weekend after the weekend after bump. If you won, you things were demonstrable that way. On the Emmys, many shows won best, you know, uh, best series. Next season, the ratings would go up, you know, and you'd see like, oh, it brought attention to sh- it was a business thing to why you would campaign to get the award because it translated into more money for your show or your network or your studio. This is no longer the case. I mean, all these films are not even in theaters, you know, they're gone in 17 days. So, you know, there's the, certainly the direct, you know, you can rent it. Maybe the, the home rentals go up, I, you know, after I mean, pe- pe- in- people on the, in the specialty world tell me that um, yeah. Oscar, not uh, for for them, Oscar, even Oscar nominations are still 
enormously significant for the value of of the long tail of, of the long tail. Film. Yeah, and these are numbers we don't see. This isn't box office. You know, the box office yeah. factor is gone. But yeah, maybe you're right in the in the home rental. You know, the the PVOD market. Maybe there is that. You know, benches have been a share and a share and maybe doing very well. We just don't know because it's not public information. And 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 then it has a secondary value of uh, if you can get um, if, if you can get your stars nominations, if you can get your directors nominations reliably and regularly, mm-hmm. as you look at you know companies like A twenty four and Searchlight do, mm-hmm. then people want to work with you because okay, so that's they the want, halo they of that perhaps. So it, it 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 builds up your company's value uh, right. uh, down down the line, and and more importantly, they'll they'll work with you for cheaper than they would than they would. <laughs> With with other companies that can't get the nominations, <laughs> I don't know that Netflix check is not probably <laughs> cheaper. But yeah, that that may or may not still be the case in the era where the competition is your, is, a, is Apple and no longer uh, you know MGM yeah. for the for the project. <laughs> but uh, uh, but certainly the Emmys, you know, I mean, uh, you know, Abbott Elementary just cleaned up every award in the business again. Won the Globe last night. The the ratings this season are not any bigger than they were last season. And quite frankly, more people still watch the Connors and the Goldbergs on Wednesday night on ABC like that, you know, so an Emmy award, I, I you know, outside of getting to, maybe to your point uh, prestige or it's a nice thing to have, but in terms of the business of the entertainment, these awards, I don't know that uh, they're bringing that much, not doing what they used to do, which is why you would justify spending Millions, I don't know how many, the millions and millions upon of dollars you spend on this stuff as a studio. Now it's like, well, why am I spending this much if I'm not getting, you know, but you look at, I mean, I would say so. So Abbott Elementary success with um, in the award sector gives it um, immunity from any ratings pressures. It's, it's uh, oh, sure. Ab- I mean, Abbott right. Elementary is not is not going to be canceled uh, now. No. I have to think about it and can probably tell a few executives. It's great for them. Uh, it's great for them. Yeah. That's right. ideas. And you know, you look at you look. Uh, one thing we've talked about is um, is how the these shows like Friends and The Office are still what people want. And could right. Abbott Elementary, if it goes eight or nine seasons, uh, develop develop a, uh, a yeah a catalog value like that, where it becomes one of these shows that people watch over and over again? I. But if ABC is not seeing the return now, I mean, ABC, you know, they're the ones spending the money on this campaign, not the producers of Abbott Elementary, you know, so if they're not getting a return in the, you know, maybe they get higher ad, they can charge higher ad, you know, uh, revenue, you know, for a 30 second spot, which maybe, which maybe what I'm not, you know, maybe I'm thinking we're like, oh, season one to season two. Yeah, the the rating, the ratings of the audience is the same, but it's more valuable because, you know, if they can get away with it, you, you make more money, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you've got an asset in your in your uh, in your bank there that's in your vault that that the valuation is just potentially bigger. The the potential of what this could do over your Abbott Elementary world over the next twenty years, like, well, is it is it going to be something that people watch that drives subscriptions to our service fifteen years from now? Is it could it yeah. spawn spinoffs? Could it? it uh, what could it do for the careers of the people involved? It's like, it, yeah, I, 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 the, the, the value is not like it used to be. Like you see That's this instant so, bump, yeah. but right, but I, I, I think, I think there's a halo that that uh, is still, is still worth a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's great for Quinta Brunson and all the time. I mean, under you know, one hundred and ten percent for you know whatever she does next will be you know will be massive yeah. and so on. And Mike White, you know, probably the same kind of deal with. Uh, I mean, he's already had a excellent career and as he continues to, but this, that certainly, uh, you know, helps his business out, uh, to a degree, but, uh, 
Yeah, I just, you know, for for as much of the calendar as this in the town that it takes, it's I just uh, back to right sizing that concept of right sizing, Richard. But yeah, maybe, you know, the consequence of the Globes only being six million and the Emmys only being six million and the, these other shows is that maybe the insanity is all not all over, but certainly we don't need to do as much around this as it got to at some at some point. Yeah. I, I, I think that's right. I think it's uh I, I, I think it can be something that uh that that supports and um I mean I, I hope it doesn't just go away into streaming and just become purely right. um an exercise for ours, just become like the the uh you know regional sales conference of uh, uh some other industry that that be that still is something that that, that uh hopes to sell the magic of movies or TV yeah. to the world, but we'll see. Yep. And, you know, if it's in a case of Netflix, you know, I have no idea, but I mean, these shows are, you know, seen by millions around the world. I don't, I never <laughs> where they're seen, but these are you know, Netflix. This, the SAG Awards will be a, a presumably, uh, or, you know, available in all, of, you know, uh, 193 countries or whatever it is for Netflix. So it could indeed, you know, again, you're not while watching it live clearly, but, if that exposure gets greater, that's the power of that Netflix promotional platform it may give some new life to this that we're not seeing at this point. Yeah, absolutely. It could be in the mix. Well, we'll uh, wait for your nomination at someday, Richard. Uh, I'll let you, you have your outfit clearly picked already. So I return. I think, I, uh, yeah. I, re, I, re, I return the rental talks, but, but I, oh, I, no, I, I meant the, the plan a, the plan a. Oh outfit. yeah. 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 Oh well, no, well, you're <laughs> the winner's outfit. So, uh, we'll see if I get an Oscar. Uh, if Oscar, if Oscar invites me, I will. I, I pledge I will wear my uh, oh. alternative tuxedo. My my interpretation of tuxedo. If that's not incentive for the Academy, Richard, for yeah. this year, I think that's 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 all. That's all we got. Did you have a good time, Richard? Give me. I mean, just as a final pin in this awards conversation. Uh, what was it like to see everybody in the same place, which I think, you know, there, as much as you're around town and see having lunches and so forth, there is something to that collective gathering. Uh, you know, what was your kind of takeaway of the experience at this point, uh, looking back on it now? Yeah. I mean, during the show, people, after the, the sort of awkward um, opening and all that, people were texting, what's the mood there? Is every is, is it so weird? Is everyone freaked out? I was like, Mood is like everybody is saying, "Hey, I haven't seen you in ages. Hey, how you doing?" How, it was like it was like a class reunion, and uh, the Globes is uh, ha- having having literally gone to all of them. The, the Globes is the one you would want to go to voluntarily, um, much more than much more than the Oscars. It's your 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 you are you're at a, a table, and nobody even sits at their table. Everybody gets up and table hops and wanders around and. And half the places in the bar on the side, not even watching. Uh, literally, they have the sound off on the t- on the TVs in there, so people people aren't even uh, just sort of looking out of the corner of their eye. What's there? And it's it's just you're seeing people, and uh, it, it's it's a very fun uh, environment. And I think that traditionally is why why the Globes were watched because it was right. uh, you know the the champagne is flowing, of course, and that helps. But just to it's easier to project fun if you're actually if people are actually having fun and I and they do have fun at the Globes. Yeah. 
I mean, it certainly sounded like it. I mean, <laughs> Gerard <laughs> felt kind of bad for Gerard at some point because it was it was loud. I, I, I mean, can't like, even tell you. Like, is some anybody of those paying spe- attention to this right now in the room? Some of those speeches, like you can be 15 feet away from the stage and not know that there's someone up there making a speech. <laughs> like, during, right. it, it, like the the. Now people like shouting each other over the tables and 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 texting and <laughs> I it, you you barely know that there's a show happening. Yeah, you don't get that on TV, but it, you know it's uh, in the room. It's a whole. It's a, you know, for, for as much as the, they're different experiences, I think that show is probably the most different to experience versus having it on. You know, watching it on television. I think uh, the the sound people have been geniuses yes. traditionally in, yes. in blocking out the room. The room noise there uh, exactly so what i'm hearing and i hear pretty you know heard it pretty decently i'm like i know that's professionally like you know <laughs> set up to minimize and i'm like it must be almost deafening in there but i feel you know almost felt bad for people if you had to look it up and get an award <laughs> it's very sorry it's to interrupt very... i'm just gonna say thank you a few people and then go back <laughs> exactly. you know go back to my seat so anyway uh looking ahead richard we have uh sundance uh you know the calendar waits for no man, Richard. Uh, that begins on Thursday, and you'll you'll be heading out to Utah, correct? Yeah, no no tuxedo required there. Yeah, going to going to Sundance. Uh, we'll see what remains of the uh, independent film world, uh, such as it was. It's uh, it's you know it's already come a long way from the the heydays of the uh, uh, the of the of the indie boom and Little Miss Sunshine and. Uh, Par- yeah. Swag suites for Paris Hilton on Main Street, but right, right, every uh, celebrity in town going that has no film there whatsoever, right? Yeah, it's uh, but but uh, it's it's still a big event. We, and for Ankler readers and subscribers, Ankler is going to be throwing our our first Sundance mixer. Oh. Um, at uh, it will be it's going to be on Saturday night from uh from four to six p.m. at uh at 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 uh, the the some station lounge on at 408 Main Street, which is downstairs there. Um, and uh, if you're interested in coming, uh, set you can RSVP. Send an email with your name and affiliation to events at theankler.com. Um, I will I will warn that it, it it may well fill up. It's not a giant lounge, but it's just it's, it's a it's a cozy little mixture mixer. And priority will be given in the RSVPs to paid subscribers of the Anchor. So, uh, if you'd like to, uh, you should. If you're not already a subscriber, you should be a subscriber. But uh, definitely come and hang out with me at the Sensation Lounge on uh, Saturday night. We'd love to see you there. Great. That's uh, Saturday, January twenty first, just for your yes. calendar, calendar dates there. So, uh, the, the see first, what uh, the first Saturday of the festival. Exactly. Exactly. You can see what Richard's uh, ski attire is. So that'll be you know <laughs> <laughs> also approved. Uh, great. All right, uh, Richard. I think that kind of sums up where Hollywood is this week. Anything else on your mind before we go? Uh, no. Uh, we'll we'll see. Megan weekend too. How? That's right. Uh, it, it keeps burning up the uh, burning up the wires there. Yeah, the hit of uh, the first hit of 2023 in a, in a big way kicked it off in a really nice fashion. So that was a uh, very heartening to see. Uh, that was such a such a phenomenon. So um, anyway, you can uh, subscribe to the Anklers, Richard said at theankler.com. We will see you next week, uh, and I'll have the full box office breakdown of those numbers in the Wake Up newsletter, which you can get as part of your Ankler subscription. So you can check that out uh sometime on monday and uh 
excuse me, you can also follow us on the socials at the Ankler. Richard, enjoy your weekend. Good to see you yeah, as you, always. We did just just the two of us. Two people. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. <laughs> I was going to go Mother Vernon Shirley, but you know, listen, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out in the future. So, anyway, th- uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll uh, we'll see you next week.